0: Hello and welcome to the 192nd edition of the Anfield Index podcast. I'm Trev Downey, your coffee-addled host, coming to you as ever from my study in my home in a field in beautiful rural Ireland. And I'm joined by what my mate Chris here would call two colleagues of such lethal cunning, Carl Kopek and Cam Branch, to discuss the latest happenings in the LFC universe. All right, Carl?
1: It's not been a bad week, is it? I suppose.
0: I suppose Definitely. overall, my friend, it's not bad at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah we we've got we've got through I think got through the week quite
0: nicely. We've gotten through the week we still have to get through something else we'll talk about that as we go on. Cam how are you getting on my friend?
2: Yeah, fair to middling, very much middling.
0: Um. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, Yeah. oh <laughs> good. oh good. It is, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's as upbeat as it's going to get, I think, <laughs> <laughs> on, on this particular occasion. And listen, the reason we're kind of keeping it down, uh, a bit more downbeat for our intro is because we need to get into straight into a topic, which is, you know, uh, more pressing than any other at the moment. And that is the event that has overshadowed nearly everything else from a uh, Liverpool perspective, the attack on Liverpool fan Sean Cox, which has left him in a critical condition in the hospital. and. You know, Sean's a 53-year-old fellow Irish man. He's from just up the road in Dunboyne. and it's the same county that I live in, if you can actually believe that. And it really, I think, hits home um, to an awful lot of people, uh, you know, when you see something like that that can happen uh, at a football match. And there are so many related events and incidents around this that we want to talk about. But just f- to get things started, you know, obviously, you know, for, for what it's worth, you know, I'd like to just say that, you know, very much from Anfield Index point of view, from my own personal point of view, and I'm sure from you lads as well, the only thing that we're thinking about is hopefully Sean improving and, and getting to, you know, enjoy the second leg and hopefully enjoy a final and just hopefully come out of the rough, rough physical situation he's in at the moment. You you can't but feel sympathy for his family and all his friends just thinking, you know, the last time I saw him, he was heading off to happily do something that we've done so often. And as a foreign, a foreign fan as such, I can relate to the experience so often that Sean had just heading over happily going off to see your team and, and something like that can happen. It's, it's rough as hell, Carl. And like I say, there are so many things we could talk about, but I suppose first of all, it's lovely to see the response. That's not been enough people there. The GoFundMe page, I think, is over 45 grand, uh, euro. That's at this stage. As of 7pm, when I checked, it was over 45 grand, which is wonderful. You know, and, and little things like that do make a difference to, to, to see the strength of that community rallying around them.
1: And um, yeah, I was reading the, um, some tweets about this today as well. And, and, uh, Ben Smith, um, said, uh, that a lot of the donations have come from Italian fans. As well, obviously, they're, they appalled just by, you know, it's, it's, not as if the entire club of AS Roma have done this to this man to Sean, but, uh, uh, especially the football community get together and say, you know, we're somewhere, somewhere, so we we hope it gets better. We hope we get some of the support he needs and, uh, and, and, hopefully you'll have a, this will come out with a, a better ending than it's, than, than what it began with. But yeah. that, 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 that's nice to see as well.
0: Absolutely. And speaking of gestures, uh, Cam, I heard today that I believe uh Sean's uh, local GA club is is St. Peter's Dunboyne. He's massively involved in the GAA and has been involved like, you know, in the management side of things there and coaching and all that type of thing. And apparently his jersey is going to be it was requested, I believe, by the by by the squad. It's gonna be hanging up in the changing rooms for the second leg. Again, another sort of at least there's an effort there to connect with 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 the family and with his friends and with the community and the whole kind of support thing has been, you know, heartening to see. And you just hope the correct result comes out and that Sean comes out the far end of this comparatively unscathed.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously, firstly, uh, best wishes to, uh, Sean and, and the family and, you know, speedy recovery. Uh, obviously, um, he's now been put in a induced coma till Monday, I believe. Um, and it is good that the, the club have. You know, shown that they are aware of what's going on and they've uh, reached out to the family and they're trying to show their support. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was still more to come from the club. Um, uh, in this, uh, and it's, it's a sorry, sorry, Barker, what's happened, you know, um, it's disgusting and outrageous because what 10, 20 mindless morons have, have, you know, completely tarnished what what was a wonderful atmosphere in a game of football. And Mm. ultimately it's just a game of football. You know, it's, 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 it's horrendous and it, and uh, it's disgusting. And and we, we, we're meant to be living in a civilized Western society. You know, that's the term that I've heard so often, you know, and yet these guys that they came, they came to up. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a spur of the moment thing. I think that's the sad
1: thing for me. That it's, the, it's the crushing inevitability that this is going to happen as well. I was talking sort of to mates before the draw was made. Saturday, I kept saying, we're going to get Roma. We're absolutely going to get Roma. And, um, and it's going to kick off because they hate us because of 1984. And I don't think the, that the, I mean, I've got no faith whatsoever in, in the football authorities. And it's, it's been borne out, you know, they, they were allowed to go and do that. And it's just, I know the club have been over there today, and there's going to be an, an emergency meeting between um, ourselves and AS Roma. But it's just, it, it, this wasn't a shock, we knew this
2: was going to happen yeah. because because that, this has been boiling over since 1984. Roman but fans th- have got a history of this, yeah. With, not just with Liverpool fans, but with other fans of other clubs, yeah, especially in Rome. Tottenham, yeah, they've they done it to Tottenham in before.
1: Um doing, you know, They do it in the 80s. Obviously, yeah. 84 is our experience, which has been lesser. Uh, indirectly to Housel, and, um, so, But it's just, but, uh, when, when UEFA said, we are shocked and appalled by this, I just thought, no, you're not. Because you must have known. You must have known that this, this, they kick off constantly. They did, they did it to United a few years ago, ago as well. Um, after they got platted in the first leg. And, uh, shocked and appalled. You're not shocked. They,
2: I don't think they've ever punished Roma. No, I they think. won't. They won't. No.
0: It, what, what, it, the fact that it is, you know, and again, this is like you said earlier on, Carl, uh, any right minded person is, uh, you know, including the vast, vast majority of Roma fans are going to be absolutely disgusted by, by by what happened to Sean. But there is a sort of a thing that you're both leaning towards there, which is a sort of a cultural thing, which has been allowed to fester and stay uh, part of that culture. And it embraces like, you know, sort of properly weird violence, like I don't know how you pronounce it, but I would guess punchy ch- chatte, which is the uh, stabbing of fellows in their buttocks and stuff like that. that yeah. Kind of an act of kind of, uh, we got one over you, but we won't actually do that much damage to you. That kind of just barely restrained violence that seems to be on the, uh, you know, always there bubbling under the surface. I know for a fact there was some fairly intense uh, racist abuse as well that that, 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 that is part of that whole thing as well. look, you know, as you said, Carl, there was a statement from the club, I think, um, about about, you know, what what they're hoping to happen and talking about they said the club has taken the exceptional measure of requesting an extraordinary meeting uh in the Italian capital, which will take place on the twenty seventh of April. Present at the meeting will be all the major stakeholders who share responsibility for the well being of Liverpool supporters making the journey to watch the Champions League tie. Um, you know, this is the club saying, look, we are a bit worried. And everyone that I've spoken to who's of a certain age and may have traveled there in the past, um, there was a lot of people coming out immediately. Even last night on my show with Jan, uh, Malby Jan was saying, look, lads, just pour a glass of wine, you know, maybe a nice, a nice Chianti or something like that and sit at home and enjoy it because there is a sort of general apprehension about this that should have no place in football, should it?
1: It's, it's, I, I, I'll be amazed if it's correctly. I'm absolutely amazed if it is because, and, uh, and um, the, the sad thing about it, because I think Roman are a, a, a very, very good club. But I just think, uh, obviously, there's the ultra, I mean, people say they use the word ultra as if ultra means ultra violence and it's not ultra just means fans. Um, but it's just, it's, it's pervasive in the culture. They're allowed to do this because they, they've, they've never been stopped ever. So it just happens. So therefore, everyone is for a game. And that, that's why the, the you know, the, the, um, to use the term, our slashing happens because there's less, there's less fines for things like that. There's less punitive measures. Yeah. Because you're not, you're not, you're not you're, you know, you're not hitting the, you know, the flesh is part of the body. If you get caught, then, you know, you're going to get a reduced sentence or a reduced fine. But, uh, it's just, it's just been allowed to happen and it's been allowed to happen again. And the whole world knew that this was going to happen. Um, mm. and and are we seriously down that's good that the next Wednesday's game is going to pass off without incident? Well, that's it, and
0: it's 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 the fear that I mean, you see a fella, I, I was watching, you know, our, our mutual friend John Gibbons there talking on 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 um I think it was ITV, you know, about general apprehension and anxiety about going over with his with with his friends to watch a football match, and this is just daft stuff. And what I really hate. What I really hate and I want to spend a bit of time talking about this, not to give these idiots the oxygen of publicity, but to highlight a few things. Maybe we're preaching to the converted, but an awful lot of people will be listening to this. And and I'm always surprised at how maybe little a lot of younger fans especially know about certain things to do with the club. And one of these things is the reputation of the fans that was built up over years uh, and sullied over years. Um, we maybe have, uh, again, I say we, maybe younger fans who've who who who've only seen recent years, maybe have, haven't fully grasped the concept of what's been going on and the way in which it can suddenly bubble to the surface again. You even had the lawyer uh, cam for the accused, uh, uh, Lorenzo Contucci, talking about how... The competent authorities had been warned, but there was not a single policeman following these fans from the city centre to the stadium. They were happily allowed to do whatever they wanted, seeing as the serious error was made by the local police. If Roma are to be punished, I think UEFA also need to look at Liverpool for this senseless approach to public order. And, and I mean, it's 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 stunning stuff. And clearly that's a, that's clearly that's a lawyer for for the defence of these two uh, guys who attacked a man.
1: Um, that's, that's I've got to say something. That's
0: yeah. It, it's remarkable. I yeah. mean, it's remarkable stuff. And, and, and like, like I say, Cam, uh, there, there's, there are all these false equivalencies getting set up. I mean, to the extent that you have, I don't know if you, if you saw it, but you have a, an article and I'll again, a uh, second Anfield rap reference of the day because I read a uh, Gareth Robert article about this today. Um, and it's, very much expresses, I think, properly, Carl, I don't know if you've read it. it. It very much expresses properly, I think, the the sentiment that most right-thinking Liverpool fans should have about it. And again, if you're of a certain age, you'll have more feelings about this, perhaps, than than people who may not have grown up in the time when these things were happening. But this uh individual, a Maffam, Colin Maffam, writing in for the Daily Express website. Um,
1: oh, well, that golf
0: shite, yeah. N- uh, he, under the Excellent. headline... Under the headline, Liverpool must take serious action after Roma violence or risk further trouble. And then the sub-headline, Colin Matham urges Liverpool to condemn the thug fans who shame them and the country. He goes on to make quotes like, Why is a 53-year-old man now seemingly fighting for his life and two Italians being held on suspicion of attempted murder before a football match involving Liverpool? And he goes on and it's more and more pointed and more and more disgusting. And like I say, I don't like giving this idiot the air and the oxygen of publicity, but it was published and it was left up just long enough for everyone to see it. And then it was taken down. Now this is not a one off and it feeds into, uh-huh. it feeds, it feeds into Cam, doesn't it? A kind of a, a, a certain mindset that's there. Um, you could see it during the week, um, with the, the whole, re- uh, the build up to the match and, uh, the whinging from certain arseholes about, you know, the welcome for the bus and all the rest of it. And then the two things getting conflated. That's what I mean by false equivalencies. It is, there's no two ways about it, uh, Cam. It's, 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 it's something that, you know, th- this club has to deal with and shake off constantly and just can't seem to get out from under because there's so many, Begrudgers and 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 hateful types out there.
2: The media hates us. It's it, it's as simple as that. The vast majority of the media hates us. And going back to the original statement as well that Liverpool made regarding the meeting tomorrow, uh, in that statement as well, they've also stated that as soon as the draw was made, they raised concerns with the relevant parties about these issues, and they've not had a, had anything come back. They've had no, no reply, hence why they've called for this meeting tomorrow. As for Mathem, the article that he, he published on the Daily Express website, before it was removed, they initially only removed one paragraph. The Express was actually still happy with what he had written. Oh, absolutely!
0: It was edited and then removed. It was, it was only, yeah. and, and 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 that's what I mean. There's, the, the, even that, that that mealy-mouthed approach to it, the fa- the fact that it went up uh, in the first place. I I was speaking to somebody recently. Apparently, there's not much editorial uh, supervision on these things. And that fine, okay, whatever. But when you see it was edited, that 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 then renders that argument kind of null and void, because it means someone looked at it and said, well, we'll take out this bit, but the rest yeah. of it is fine, none yeah. of it is fine. It's absolutely abhorrent. And the fact is, this gobshite speaks for a portion of the community, the wider football community who bubble back to the surface with their absolutely idiotic, troglodyte opinions at the first opportunity they get. It's disgusting.
2: Absolutely, Trev. You, 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 you've nailed it completely there. I mean, what can I add to that? That, you know, you haven't actually, um, eloquently stated there? I mean, I, I, I I'm so angry. I'm struggling to get my words out because the more I think about that article and what it, what it, what they said is, you're right. Other fans are reading that and they're going, yeah, he's right. But the point is, why did he reference, why did he reference Heisel? What have, since that time, can you name me one incident apart from throwing some bottles at a bus? Can you name me one incident that Liverpool fans have been called up on for causing real mayhem and trouble anywhere? Oh, that's I can't it. remember any. That's it exactly. I mean, we, we we have an issue with uh, the way we treat Opposition coaches when they come in because they—they—they, they, they, I mean, we've had the odd ones with flares and stuff like that, but we've not actually that, that I know of have gone out and physically hurt people deliberately like that. And we've been—I I can't think of anything since since um since Tyson in that I, respect. And people I, I, were charged and served jail times for that. Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah. Oh, the whole justice for them.
1: What about Justice for the 39? Yeah, it was served. And whether you think those sentences were light or not, just there was, you know, they were caught in prison. I think this goes to a bigger point though, no, Cam, when you say, you no, know, that they hate Liverpool. I think people like the Express and the, the Mirror, or not the Mirror, sorry, the, the Express and the Mail, they don't hate Liverpool so much as they hate football. They hate seeing young people, um, with the flurs and everything, because it's not something they can control and understand. But the people, I, I've been saying this for weeks about, um, about some journalists who, who have never, uh, Jim White, for example, Jim White on Talksport, he was doing the thing I wrote about it, about the, um, uh, for the Hanfield rap, about, uh, about the coach incident. I, I don't think that Jim White has gone to the match in jeans in his fucking life. He's never done, I, I'm going to, I might as well use class. He's never done the working class man's, um, football experience he's never done the youthful joyful jumping rounds singing songs to your mates meeting the coaches pyro all that sort of stuff he's never done that that world does not understand the world of the liverpool fans who go to the games and support the club so therefore when something like this happens they see it as a breach of obviously it's, it's of course it's against us of course it is because we're easy copy um and um, you know, there's always that atmosphere FC thing that's going around at the moment as well. But when people like this Gobshite, obviously he's got some links anyway, um, he, he just thinks like it, it it's it's basically <clears throat> they want a sanitized version of the game. Does he give a shit about Sean Cox? Not in the slightest. It's all about um things like this must be controlled. It must be put every, everything must be nice. Also, every ground must be turned into a cinema.
0: It's and it's, and, and can't, that sort of thing. You're dead right. And here's the thing as well, Carl. I mean, during the week we had the, this absolute spectacle of The Sun's political editor um, talking to oh. uh, Faisa Shaheen, talking oh. about um, how uh, you, they never, ever lied about anything. I don't think you'll ever be able to point out one thing that we've ever had that was inaccurate. And I mean, the world gasped, uh, the sensible world. But sadly, that guy, you can listen to him. He's a tough he comes yeah. from a certain class, and it feeds into the point that you're making here. These creatures, they want society a certain way. All you've got to do, you look at the covers of, you look at the front cover of the mail. Look at a year's worth of it. Look at the express, the front covers. You look at a year's worth of it, and you will see the worst type of just hateful shit being poured out there, and you know who's doing it? It's not the journos, in inverted commas. It's not the lads who pull themselves up by the bootstraps. It's this particular class that you're talking about. This is deep-seated. This comes back to an idea, and it's exactly feeding into the point you're making, about a certain class not wanting another class, and you know who represents that young young people and the joy of football probably better than anyone else in the country? It's our lot. And that's why. So it's not necessarily, as you as as Cam said before, as you both said, it's not necessarily like this is a you know a sort of a paranoia about you know Liverpool fans are hated. It's more just the joy that we represent when we're at our best, the Anfield night, the 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 welcoming of a bus. That is detested by this lot. They can't understand it. They hate it, as you said, Carl. It's not controllable. But I mean, we keep we need to keep pushing back. And it's nice that we have forums like this one. Like the like the article by Gareth that we mentioned, where we can push back a little bit, and it's kind of our duty to do that, isn't it? Right,
1: yeah, it is, it is absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm speaking my, my views on this are slightly changed because I'm I'm reading um, uh, Tony Evans' book Two Tribes at the moment, and obviously this is about the 1986 season, but of course it starts much earlier. It starts at Heisel and um, and what happened in 1984, and the whole thing about Thatcher wanted to close the, go, the game down. That's what she wanted. She, we were feral. We weren't people. We were people living in slums, crawling, uh, crawling out onto, you know, the, um, the marshy land and going to see this game, which they couldn't control. And, uh, and then people getting together, people singing. And we, we still do occasionally sing anti-thatcher songs and, and that must be controlled. And that goes back further to the riots in 81. Um, and Jeffrey House claimed that Liverpool should be used into management decline. So therefore we are, we were the enemy. Football was the enemy in the 1980 mid 1980s. And we were the enemy of football. So we were the lowest of the low. So they, they leapt all over Heisel and, and, um, and, and you know, I, I, I am not defending Heisel in the slightest. Um, and no one I know is, but I can see no, why it happens. No,
0: but no, but the, 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 and I suppose, and the point, and Cam made this point as well, you cannot then in, in the wake. To, and by the way, this is two years, I believe to the day after the verdicts came in. Yeah. From Hillsborough. Yeah, yeah. That this thing is published. Now, you kind of wonder, don't you, about timing sometimes. I know I'm inclined to wear a tinfoil hat at the best of times, but Christ alive, what sort of timing is that? And you kind of have to wonder how anyone, especially some sort of a comparatively well-educated person, can come out and conflate and mix up and mention Hillsborough and Heisel as if they are the same thing. This is fucking disgusting. And you cannot be allowed to do that. They should not be allowed to do that. no, it's not accident. It's not accident
2: at all. It's not an accident. I mean, no, I mean, you're right. It's not an accident. It's a, it's a deliberate attack. Not just Liverpool Football Club, but the city of Liverpool. Because the whole of the city was affected by what happened by those two incidents. The whole of the city was affected by what Thatcher was trying to do to the city for all those years. And you're right uh, in what you said earlier, um, Trev. About how it's not the it's not the journals as such, it's the people above them, and they're all this rich boys club and whatever you want to call them, and they've all got this the same agenda. It, they've got a far right rhetoric on the on the on the cover of the newspapers, and they've been attacking anyone and everyone that they feel is is fair game. And it, and it's about time that they they were called up on it. But the problem is. You know, we we can get too political here as well at the same time. And I don't want to get too political because we are predominantly a football show. But the government needs to be looking at what's going on. But they won't. Because they don't care. No, And that's the sad thing about it. The government is meant to be protecting the people. How are they protecting the people when they're allowing the media to do this constantly?
0: And you know what, Cam, if you... Uh All you gotta do is read a few Bill Shankly quotes and you'll realize that politics and football, football is political, you know, uh, it's, it it just is, the, the, the two things are inextricably linked and, you know, it's as, the the very fact that we're bringing the word class into this discussion, that tells you all about it. you know, Carl, to try to kind of segue out of this, because as Cam says, it is quite emotive and we could spend a long time, uh, you know, uh, maybe going down um, alleyways that would make us uh, even angrier. We do have uh, and the club does have an opportunity now, um, thankfully, um, to just be emphatic about how bloody wonderful. Things are at, at LFC at the moment. How bloody wonderful this group of fans and this group of players and this manager actually is. We have a joyous thing. This thing that we have at the moment is a joyous, joyous, beautiful thing. And I don't know, I don't know how you can, I don't know how you can uh, uh, better emphasize that if you're, if you're, if you're the lads on the pitch than going on to win it. And Christ alive, if you needed a few, uh, you know, digs in the right direction. We've gone way beyond sticking stuff on the uh, on the dressing room wall now. From uh, in terms of headlines, this is the, I mean every sort of motivation under the sun, uh, Carl. These guys have now to go on and do this amazing thing that's possible.
1: Well, but well, uh, just 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 to sort of square the circle on that, um I thought it was really interesting that we beat Man City three and at home. We walk all over them. They're one of the best teams in the world, no question of that. Suddenly, people start talking about the bus uh we absolutely stuff Roma um one of our own gets injured suddenly it's our fault. I just think that it's it's a i think there's a little bit of let's bring Liverpool down to earth a bit because they're getting a bit up themselves uh and in every th- every th- good thing we do must be slightly tempered so we'll we'll put the story about you are responsible for that but as reg- as regards the club um i i've I've wrote written a piece this week about this, and i apart from um, the Inter Milan games, I have been aware, I mean, I've been around uh, and and watched or listened to every single European Cup semi-final Liverpool have ever played in. I don't recall it being up 5-0 in any of them. Yeah. And that, that is a hell of a statement. Yeah. As, yeah. As, as, as my mate Paul Cope said today, like, you know, these, these things don't happen. You don't go 5-0 up in a, in a European Cup semi-final. I'm not going to get the Champions League, by the way, I'm too old-fashioned. Um, but, but you don't do that. <laughs> And that that's a huge thing, and that's joyous and it's not mm-hmm. just the gold it's we, we told them to cut, we tore them apart, absolutely yeah. ripped them to pieces.
0: That's exactly it, Carl. It's, it, Cam, it's an attitudinal thing that this lot have under Jurgen. It's an, it's, it's, it's all in the attitude. As, as Carl says, we tore them a new one from 28 minutes or so. And I can be that specific about it because it's that first Sadio effort. Um, exactly. From then on until about, and again, I can be very specific about this because it's when Degsy loses, Degsy loses his head on about 69 minutes just after yeah. our goal. But yeah. for, for that period of time, there is, every club in the world especially the two who are uh, shambling around in the other semi final last night are bricking themselves going holy fuck these people are going to kill us and we have that in us and this is not you know one-eyed stuff this is objective we watched this all year we've watched our team dismantle other thing theme- other other teams and jesus we just do
2: two more times is all they have to do <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> And, and there's no reason why we can't. Not in the slightest. We, everything's in our hands. You know, um, that, that time span of that you've mentioned, we were untouchable. We were at that moment in time from 28 minutes to 69 minutes, the best football team in the world. Fight me on that one if you want. I'm not no, sorry, no, no, sorry. That's a, that's a wrong turn of phrase, considering what we've just been speaking about. Yeah, apologise well, yeah. for that. Yeah, um, but yeah, th- that period of time, no team in the world would have lived with us, whether it be Barcelona, Man City, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Juventus, Paris Saint Germain. They're the big boys, yeah.
0: They're the big boys, yeah.
2: Yeah, so we would.
0: <laughs> 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 Jesus, don't say that, man, because I've got bad feelings <laughs> about we, the way you're But anyway. You've got the
2: next. Oh, God, I've, 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 no, I've yeah, cursed, that, cursed. it. No. Yeah. I've cursed it. I'm you
0: freaking fucking Paul Lambert, right? With his a incredible hat- record. Oh, anyway, no. we
2: will start s- uh, Saturday at two thirty. Blame pop <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be people flying planes over the ground.
1: Yeah. yeah. Blame
0: pop <laughs> <laughs> back. out. Anyway.
1: <laughs> I was gonna, go I was gonna, go gonna say I cool, but Evan, but I think it's cruel to pick on Evan at the moment.
0: Yeah, I've got, I've got some, I've got some everything news later on. But anyway, yeah. Uh, but, the,
1: but the thing, the thing about this, Trevor, it's, it's the most important thing for me. I was at the Palace 9-0. I was on the cop when Liverpool beat Nottingham Forest 5-0 in April 88.
0: Which oh, you hang the- on. You weren't at that one, were you? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Both those games. And that Nottingham Forest game was the most once, uh, Beringham Forest was second in the league at that point and had beaten us. One of the two teams to beat us that year. And, um, that's generally believed to be the greatest football performance in, within these aisles. Yes. And Tuesday night beat that hands down. Oh yeah. I I never thought I'd see a performance like that in my life.
0: Yeah. I, I suppose let's get, let's get to, um, because we are in danger of, 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 just, you know, just for the, for the sake of balance, let's get to the one thing again, which got fired at us with great relish. Oh, gee, delightful relish. Uh, the whole notion of the collapse in inverted commas and the concession of two goals at the end. and. I want to put it in a little bit of perspective because there's, there's been an evolution in my attitude to it. Initially in the post match pod, I was sort of semi-furious with, um, with Dejan Lovren and his, his, his headlessness. By the time I was talking to Jan Malby last night, I was thinking, you know what? (sighs) Look, he is what he is. This team is what it is. It's going to score five and and, and, and concede three live with it. And, you know, that was the message from Mr. Malby and it kind of very much. Ties in with how I sort of view this overall generally, uh, once the the annoyance had, had gone down a bit. And now looking forward to this second leg, I can embrace that fully. Cam, does that seem a little bit ludicrous? Should we be more sort of down on, you know, the, 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 the apparent failings of the side or should we just at this stage, considering we are who we are and we have who we have, just really embrace it and be along for the ride.
2: We're in the Champions League semi-finals, man. <laughs> exactly. Which is, which, which both adds to the
0: import, the, 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 the you know, heaviness of what you're saying yeah. and what I'm saying and takes away from it. I don't know what, uh, you know.
2: All right. Look at it like this then. Yeah. At half time, we were 2-0 up. Yeah. Would you have taken shut up shop, close the game down now and take a 2-0 lead to Roma? Well, actually, I, 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 I again, I heard
0: this idea last night from Jan. He was saying, you know, if if that was a Mourinho team, that's exactly what they do, and they just, uh, you know, zombie through the second half. Um, but but our lot, but,
2: they, but they still need three goals, don't they?
0: Yeah, but our lot, our lot get to five nil, and they still want to get to seven and nine, and that's so, just, so did I, so I think did I, I think, and that's beautiful.
2: The, it is beautiful, but it, for eighty minutes, our midfield was really good. For the last 10 minutes, despite Degsy losing his head, the midfield lost the plot and our game management went. And we've, and we've said this too many times. Um, and that's the problem with our midfield. They lose the game and we lost, we lost those two goals in that 10 minute period because they of our midfield. They were knackered. <laughs> it they were knackered. They'd, they'd <laughs> they have run absolutely. themselves into the ground as well. They were blowing out their arse at that point.
1: And, and a,
0: a, a little, a little bit of of um of I suppose qualification to the whole thing as well. I mean, you know, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't a penalty. It
1: wasn't a penalty. It
0: wasn't a penalty in any way, shape, or form. No. Some, so uh, uh, I was listening to a well-known football podcast in inverted commas today with some very highly paid journalists. Two of whom said, "Well, I sp- you know it's one of those ones that gets given if you're going to lift your hands up and the ball is 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 uh, coming towards you." I mean, he doesn't he even do his that. Hands. His, hands are his, de- his hands are by his side. He can't do anything about it. It hits yeah. him. It's ball to hand in the most classic sense hit, of the word. Doesn't, doesn't,
1: it, doesn't it hit his leg? I've only
0: seen it. A couple no, parts. it hit his
2: hand first and then it went. Oh, out did it, Okay. But can I just play devil advocate here? Go on. The first goal, when you watched it in real time, I think it was the first goal. Um, there was the challenge in midfield. First by, uh, I don't know if it was Hendo, then by Ginny or which way round. There, there's potentially two fouls. Is this what you're going to say? Ten, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, let's be honest: if the referee had blown his whistle and said foul, we we wouldn't have said anything, would we? No, no. So I'm not saying it balanced out, but let's be fucking happy we're in the Champions League semi-final. We won five-two, and we've just blown five goals in yeah, against Roma. And, and let's be honest, yeah, those two goals have probably done us a favour as well.
0: Yeah, but but Cam,
2: I, our- I, I I genuinely believe that. I genuinely believe that because I think
1: Liverpool react very well to humility. And yes. When in the, in the week before the second City game, where people are saying, "Oh, how many of City going to win by?" all that sort of stuff, Liverpool just kept quiet and thought we're just going to concentrate, and then they won the game. Mm. And um and my big point on this is Roma could not touch Man City. So when people talk about coming back next week in in their stadium, um. Uh, I, I think if they beat us, they beat us by one goal. Um, I don't think it's necessary that they're going to win at all. And I love that Jurgen said at the end, we go there to win next week.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I know, um, uh, sort of, uh, the Jurgen, uh, knockoff in the Roma, uh, in the, in the Roma bench was, was, was saying, you know, any of my players don't think we win, they can win, they're going to be dropped. And <laughs> in the same press conference or very soon afterwards, Klopp yeah. was saying, any of my players don't think we can go there and win, they're going to be dropped. And then he went, well. <laughs> really, I
1: didn't know that.
0: I, yeah. Then he says, "Well, actually, maybe not because we don't have so many players." So
1: I've got a midfield. That's
0: i go. I mean, <laughs> but, but it's it's beautiful club. It's it's. I mean, it's 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 perfect. It's perfect from that guy. And I know an awful lot of people. Uh, cringe and wince occasionally when he says certain things. And I also will hold my hands up and say I'll be the first to admit that he can talk a terrible amount of bollocks immediately after a match, talking about uh, Degsy being world-class and stuff like that. But people have to understand what he's doing. He's a very intelligent man, probably cleverer than the vast majority of us. And he knows exactly what he's doing. He's managing his squad. He's just lost Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain for the rest of the season. And that is, of all the things that happen on the pitch – by far the worst thing that could have happened to this squad because he has been a bloody revelation. The kid is a wonder and it really was looking like an emerging guy who was going to be massively important to us if we we're going to achieve anything this season. And I'm absolutely gutted for him and for Klopp because you know and, and for us as fans because we're deprived him for the run in the season. And like Cam, he has been wonderful. There's literally there's no other word for for for
2: for how he's evolved uh, under Jurgen Klopp. He's a he's a really good football player, and we're seeing how good he is now. He's been given the freedom. He was being given the freedom to express himself, to play to his potential, his undoubted potential that you know many people were saying he had, and he's going to be a huge, huge loss. But did you see his uh, Instagram post? I didn't. He um,
1: he talks about Sean Cox.
2: he? he He talks about Sean. The, the club are really thinking about Sean. Even, even, you know, and then Lalana's post about, uh, to, uh, Alex oxlade Chamberlain about how this isn't the first day of your injury. This is the first day of your comeback. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're all with you. You, you've been a revelation within the changing room as well. And mm. we've seen that. We've seen it with his, with his videos. He, he's instantly a hit and it's not just what he's bringing on the pitch. It's what he brought off the pitch as well.
0: Yeah, and can can, can we talk about that? And I'll stay with you on this, Cam. Can we talk about that? Because, again, and it's not to be blown too much smoke around the place because we still have so many jobs to do and nothing is achieved yet. Literally nothing is achieved yet. But, I mean, can we talk about the impact that Oxley chamberlain has had as, as a, a, a kind of a leader and a, a, a guy that people can sort of lean on for, you know, an emotional support he's a he's a spokesperson he's he's th- this kind of thing can't be underestimated with the modern footballer i think if you're talking if you're talking to uh, the likes of emily hughes and tommy smith about emotional support they're just going to kick you in the face and walk away this yeah. is not this is a different era this is an era where fellas are more touchy-feely and in touch with their feelings and they do need that sounding boring people to lean on and if someone's being a bit mean and nasty with their interviewing technique they need an oxide chamberlain to step across them and say, "Hey, back off!" And he has been doing that, and he's been doing that because, you know, since he's come to this club, you know, Jurgen Klopp brought the best out of him. You know, he's a top fella, and there's it. Like I know people can say it's a bit cheesy, to, you know, the the Lalana stuff and all the rest of it, but it does show. It does indicate great spirit within this group.
2: It does exactly. It's it's fantastic, and um you're right. He's he's shown maturity beyond his years, and. I don't know if that's something that, um, his, his father's been drumming into him because he was obviously an ex-professional footballer. It could have been Wenger for all we know. It could be that Klopps just said to him, look, you have these capabilities. Don't be shy. Let the world see what you're really about. And, um, it, it it's fantastic that, you know, that somebody as young as what he is, what is he? 24? Yeah, 23, 24? Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he's still a young footballer and, you know, it, It it bodes well for the future for Liverpool Football Club. And that's the beauty of it. He's a a Liverpool Football Club player. And, you know, let's just hope he comes back fitter, stronger, better for it. And, you know, becomes a a permanent fixture in our first team. And who knows where he can go from there?
0: Carl, looking forward to the second leg. Can we take a moment? You as a fellow scribbler will appreciate this line from Maurizio Cresetti, an Italian writer who talked about the... uh, Uh, endurance that uh, Roma had uh, at Anfield on on Tuesday night. He said it was like being caught in a story written by Stephen King who'd been sleeping badly due to indigestion and who got up to start writing instead. (laughs) 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 I thought, thought, yeah, that's pretty much it. And when you looked at uh, De Rossi coming off the pitch and you saw their fans and you saw old Francesco Totti slumping ever lower into his seat and you thought, wow, 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 we have destroyed this lot.
1: There's one, one more thing about that as well. The players on the left wing, uh, their left wing, arguing with the manager for 15 minutes during the second half. Constantly. Const- constantly in each, in each other's face. As yeah. then we're so They back. were lost. Yeah, we're getting,
2: well, they kept, they kept saying, we need four at the back. You can't go back to back at these three. They started yeah. with five, didn't they? But well, Def- I mean, Def- defence
1: he never got back enough cover up. I
0: mean, that was, that was basically why they went three, three to three normally. Yeah, but Di Francesco was basically sulking. Um, you know, he was sort of shrugging his shoulders and, and, and looking cross, but he wasn't offering anything to this lot who were basically pleading with him for instruction. And I suppose, I wonder, I mean, this is what I'm trying to get to, 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 to a looking forward part. Now we have a lack of, um, of Oxlade Chamberlain. We also do have a fellow who stepped into the breach in the most wonderful fashion, produced what was for me his best ever display in a Liverpool shirt.
1: Easily, easily, his best ever
0: display. And you know, like I say, there, there's, there's, um, only so many games left in the season. There's no reason why the 11 who, who you know who are, are nominally our only best 11 now should not be able to see most of of those games that like maybe if we could get stoke out, if we could get a result against stoke and get past um um roma there's no reason why uh, that he couldn't rest some people then but if they have to they could see out the rest of the games they could I mean, they're bloody professional footballers. They've got good rest time once the Roma match is out of the way. It's it's doable. We, we, it's not a massive ask, you know. We could talk about exhaustion and effort and all the rest of it, but it 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 should be doable. I mean, we are in the worst Harry Redknapp sense of the word, Carl, down to the bare bones. But I mean, do you do you find yourself filled with trepidation because of that that situation? Are you concerned? About the Roman match out there, with that, are you concerned about that particular thing? We know that these guys can overhaul uh, a deficit. We know they can do it. Um, it's something that will be in the back of Liverpool's heads for all the positive stuff. It'll be there too. Uh, are you concerned that we don't have a whole lot to tweak the team with if that were to be starting to happen?
2: Well, we've
1: only got three laps in midfield. I mean, that, that's the issue, isn't it? Yeah. Um but, but you're right, I mean, I've literally just thought this now, so we get past Roma, say we get the results against Stoke, that's pretty much Champions League done for next year. Yeah, it um, is. And, and then the league games aside, we're pretty much done, aren't we, until May the 26th? Yeah. And, well, and, then, and, that's, yeah. and that's, a, that's a long, long way away, the month today, calendar month it, today.
0: If they, if they can, if they can go strong against Stoke at the weekend and get the three points. And it is a big if because I, as I said, the aforementioned, um, um, M- 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 managerial maestro, I believe he's got three wins and two draws in his two, um, in, in his five, uh, uh, outings against Liverpool. Hold on, I, I, I- yeah. I, I stand to be correct on that, but I think I could be right on that. I, I do believe he's unbeaten. I think it could be three and two. Uh, you know, and, and again, these little, might, mind you, we have been busting narratives for the crack this year. So hopefully we'll continue to do that. I'm sorry, but if we could it, it squeak past them in any way, shape or form, those three points go on the board. I think we said we need four, isn't it? From the remaining matches. So.
1: Well, that's assuming Chelsea win every game. Yeah, no, no, Chelsea, I, 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 yeah, and I'm not convinced they're going to do that anymore. So, so, we don't
2: so, need to win another game this season and still qualify for Champions League. Yeah, that's least. true. Yeah, I, actually, I,
0: I, I saw you say that, Cam. Yeah, and, 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 but, but, so we, we do, we need, but we do,
2: is it, we do need uh, to uh, Because if we draw against Chelsea, draw against, Chelsea, Stoke, yes, yes, and yeah. draw against uh, okay. Brighton in the last game of the season, okay. we've got 75, uh, 74 points or whatever it is. Uh, Chelsea will be one point less than us. They can only then get 10 points, can't they? They can't the, get the 12. So the, they'll have lost the, two points against the, us. The less, uh, cardiac incident
0: inducing way would yeah. be to win at the weekend. Yeah. And then we need a point from our last two league games. So we can't do that, you know, especially, you know, given the, 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 the importance of the other matches. I don't know. I, I honestly don't, I don't even know what I'm talking about this session. Well, I, I think we, I think game.
2: after watching, uh, I was at the West Brom game on Saturday. And, um, one thing I noticed was the, 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 the players that had a week rest. And they looked so off their game. They were awful. They yeah, were absolutely true. shockingly shite. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it, and it came back and it bit us in the arse. And it was almost like we hadn't played for six months. Yeah. So play your strongest team on on Saturday and they'll be as sharp as sharp can be for Wednesday. So th- that's can, my view. Can I get your take of both
0: of you on something that I saw during the week? And again, I, I mentioned on a previous pod, um, I think it was, I think it was what Jan was chatting about this. Carl, what do you think about this concept that was being heavily, heavily pushed as an agenda uh, and a message and a sort of a thing by so many media outlets? The papers the next day, the TV coverage immediately afterwards on at least two of the stations because I recorded the, um, the post match stuff because, you know, when I'm trying to, when I'm doing raw, I just get to see the match and I'm not really enjoying it because I'm making notes. So I saw a couple of places this idea that taking off uh, Mo Salah and bringing on Danny Ings was basically the worst idea ever because it took us, it took our major thread away, took us out of our rhythm, and uh, pre- precipitated the uh, the comeback or the the attempted comeback and the the concession of two goals. Um, I have to say, for me, uh, immediately I felt like busting that myth because. The rot had set in a good few minutes before um, Mo left the pitch. It set in immediately after the fifth goal with a sequence of dodgy Dejan Lovren um, contributions. And the panic uh, probably moved forward, as, as Cam said earlier on, to the midfield and took hold there as well and probably didn't avoid the cover. Sorry, maybe it was yourself that was saying that. So, I mean... Uh, What do you make about that? What do you you make of that idea of of it being as simple as taking Mo off was the the reason for our our, our concession of two goals?
1: Well, didn't he go off at 4-0, not 5-0? That's just my memory. No, he went off at five. No, no he, went five. Yeah, he, went, yeah. he went off. Yeah, uh, he went. He went off.
0: Basically, he went off on um on uh, the goal goes in on sixty eight minutes, and Mo goes off on uh seventy four. And basically, what happened between the goal for Bobby and sixty eight minutes, that header, which it was massively underrated in the, in a match of brilliant goals. <laughs> the,
1: the, the slowest headed goal I've ever
0: seen. Yeah, and the, uh, all <laughs> the, all the better for it, man. Yeah. But, after that there was a series of crosses and our back line looked a bit ropey Lovren then, Lover has a bit of balls up on 70 minutes he clears the ball straight into Schick who made a difference by the way he'll definitely yeah, start, he start the second leg and Schick it goes off Schick's shin I think and just wide uh, Schick then has a header saved by Karius then Lovren picks up a yellow because he's acting daft because his head is gone then Mo comes on, our Mo goes off for Danny Ings, and within uh, six minutes of that, um, we have the goal for Jako, uh, again isolating himself against Dejan. Now, I mean, I don't know. Look, uh, uh, what I'm saying is, I think it's a bit too simplistic to say that, that taking Sal off was the was the ruination of the of a perfect. I, I, I didn't
1: want him to go off because I wanted us to win six 0 and then I wanted us to win seven 0 I wanted that- this. I want. I wanted us to play Ben Woodburn up front on his own in room.
0: That and rationale, that rationale I
1: like and I fully get and embrace again. That, 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 that's yeah. what I wanted. I want it to be done. And I, again, I, I'm, I'm not having the notion of a comeback because they scored the goal. Lobra made a mistake. In fact, has got a lot to do, by the way. No, no one's talking about that. What a finish that was. Yeah. I mean, you, you can have a look at the keeper for going near post, but it, it's like Sonic. We it. Yeah, said the, it
2: last week. He's an excellent finisher. It's a fantastic, that, that's a hell of a finish.
1: The way he just lashed his foot today.
2: There was nowhere
1: else he could have put it. Yeah, and that's a hell of a goal. He's a hell of a player. Um, and I'm not having the notion of of a, I mean, they came back and it's obviously bought. Not a penalty. That should, the the game should be 5-1. And 5-1, we're going, oh, it's not great, but you know, of course it's great, but it's it's not as perfect as 5-0. But, um, I just think we got tired, to be honest. I wanted Moe to stay on because he can score from anywhere he wants on the pitch. And he's got great hair.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Which is never to be underestimated for no, as but, um, a reason for keeping a fella on a pitch. But I mean, and, and just to take up Cam to take up for our our um, our, our our man, another man who's got tremendous hair, um, Mr. Carius. Uh, just in case it seems as if we're dismissing uh, him in any way, shape, or form, there you can you can. I've heard people have a go at him for the near post concession, but we've all kind of agreed it was a bit of a wonder hit. But that kid. Was getting lambasted on TV by analysts who are paid big money to do it, unlike us three, uh, genits here doing it for free. And they were saying, mm. uh, basically, you know, he was dead lucky with that collar shot in the first half. The kid gets a hand to it, which pushes yeah. it onto the bar, which is a save. That's what that is. That's a yeah. save.
2: Yeah. You know? Let's just, let's just ignore the technicalities of what it actually was. You know, um, because he, he made a mess of it. It's, it's the world's worst save ever. But unfortunately, the, the word save is still in there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know. yeah. Unlucky lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, sorry. It, yeah. It was a piss poor attempt at saving the ball, but yeah. unfortunately, I did. It saved the ball. It, it's and, and if you want to talk about keepers having a playing poorly, what about, um, the, the great Mr. Allison dropping a simple cross that Sadio nearly headed in? Nobody mentioned that. What about the fact that the um, the uh, Salah second goal, the way he goes down to ground made it easier for Salah to chip the ball over him. If he'd stayed big and wide, he couldn't have done the chip. But he slid, he came down, and he dived to his right, made it easy for him to chip over him. But no, no, it's okay. Let's just pick on the Liverpool goalkeeper because you know we, that's what we're good at. That's what we want to do. We want to keep undermining our players, and it goes to our fans as well. You know, there's a constant thing about, yeah, we don't like him. He's shit because he made some mistakes uh, a year ago. Yeah.
0: I, I, you know, and it's it's like a more lighthearted version uh, of the preconceived notions that we were talking about right back at the start of the show, which are much more heavy and far more import. But it is the same type of thing. People have these ideas in their head and they will not be rid of them. They just won't. They're just going to keep it there and it's going to come up whenever they can. And it's just an unfortunate thing. hopefully. Uh, he'll keep making those brilliant saves and we can keep acknowledging them and he can keep, keep, keeping clean sheets until the end of the year. I'd very much appreciate that. A couple of football Me, things I want.
2: Before you finish there, yeah, Trev, just go on. Yeah, up. sorry. If I've had to change my mind about James Milner, yeah, who yeah. I despised <laughs> last season, I, I really did. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I yeah. because he was playing out of position. Yeah. If I've had to change my mind about James Milner, all you fucking knobtards can change your mind. <laughs> about Laureus Carrius as of right now, because I said, we'll judge him at the end of the season. Well, I'm judging him now. And he's a damn fine keeper. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Take take that to you, Uh, (laughs) wherever.
0: (laughs) I was wondering how long it would take before we had a bit of a a calm rant, and there it is. There it is. Uh, My language has been worse than yours uh, (laughs) so far today. So I'm glad you've redressed the balance. Uh, a couple of vaguely related Liverpool things that I'm gonna bounce off you before we go sideways into uh, a couple of questions. One suggested by Eddie Gibbs actually that I wanted to get to. Oh, um gosh. the the concept of of Steven Gerrard, Carl going to Ibrox. <laughs> Where's your head at on
1: that? Yeah, I saw that. That was mad. Um, people people are talking about um, you know it's Gerrard. It's going to be Gerrard against um, Brendan in the old firm. Um, I just don't see that happening. I just That seems like a really weird idea. And and the reason for that is, it's, and this isn't a criticism of Gerard whatsoever, is why do people just keep going to big names and assuming they're going to be good managers? He's learning his trade. He's doing really well with the team he's got at the moment. Um, let him learn. Keep him in. Keep him inside. Keep, of outrageous. keep
0: him at the club. Unless unless Steve's uh, ego gets the better of him, I don't see why you would even consider it. I honestly, God, don't see why. Like, just serve your time, pal. I mean, he knows surely, uh, about the, about how much, how great and how sort of central he could be in, in, in a, in a, in a new role if he just bides his time. I really hope he doesn't go. I, that'd be my take. I don't really buy into this going, you know, cut your teeth, bullshit. Stay around the club, emerge from the club. Let's do the old school way yeah. we used to do again. Uh, a, a quick one for you, uh, Cam. Emre Chan, what the mm. fuck is going on, Emre Chan? Uh, but I know uh, I read a Tudo Sport article, which <laughs> which, which nobody should really do, uh, no. which which said, um, you know, now he's basically considering. Uh, the, the the gist of it was, and it's probably entirely bullshit, but the gist of it was, now it, now that we we've we've uh, gone, and I I apologise for using this term, deep in the Champions League, he might reconsider. You know, he might have to change his oh, mind. Oh, that's bit, nice. It's not nice. And, you know, the thing about that, those kind of articles getting out and the thing about the fact that there has been sort of radio silence in terms of him even saying supportive things about the club or anything worth a damn to indicate his preference for next year, is that our fans, these people we spoke about earlier on, and even people like me who are less inclined to jump ship,
2: I saw that and I went, well, fuck off then. Yeah. You know? If he doesn't want to be here, he doesn't want to be here. If he wants to be here, he will sign a new contract. And until we know one way or another, there's, they, what can you say on it? Really, honestly and truthfully. I mean, what does, what do these sport, this, uh, who was it? Touch to sport or something? Did you say? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm going to use a, a Desi word here. That sounds like tutti sport. Yeah. And tutti means shit. Yeah. So, and, and that's all I concern it. You know, at the end of the day, I, I could, I could tell you. Yeah. And you, you can, you can either take this whichever way you want to take it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it, it's, it's true. I'm not saying I'm making it up. I bet I'll, I'm going to put it out there now. Yeah. I've got yes. a friend who's got a very, very good friend who works at Liverpool football club.
0: Oh, here we go. Go on. Yeah. Right.
2: He it's has a friend, called,
0: a friend of he, a friend then so far. Yeah. It's a
2: friend of a friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has thought he, this was last summer, mind, and he was adamant. Emre Chant is not leaving. He absolutely loves Liverpool Football Club. Right. right. He loves everyone.
1: Did he love everyone a few weeks
2: ago? He does love everyone.
1: Yeah. Uh, he he loves every he, team that's ever played.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You 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 will remember, Cam, that in the interim he did give that ludicrous interview in which he loved the world. All the leagues were good. All of them. There you go then. <laughs> so uh, make of it what you will. So yeah. make of make of Duty Sport what you will. Speaking of speaking of Duty Sport, uh, I, hope get, I hope I'm getting I hope I'm getting that it. right. What's on? Thank you, thank you. Uh, speaking of that, of 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 uh, the crowd that um, producer guys just referred to as the Italian Daily Star, God bless them. Uh, <laughs> they they run they were on a poll during the week, and I want you just to savor this with me. They run a poll during the week because basically, uh, you'll remember recently, won't you, the tremendous glee that you would have had uh, listening to how there was uh, a, fans were were approached for their opinion on Sam Allardyce. Yes, you recall this? <laughs> yes. That the the, that the EV fans were were, were, were but they being, gave
2: 11 out of 10, yeah.
0: They were being canvassed for their opinion, for their opinion on Sam Allardyce, which then Allardyce had to respond to in the most ignominious way possible. A horrendous oh. situation. T- Tutti Sport have turned around and done a poll during the week. And okay. apparently, 53% of Juventus fans want Allegri gone. What's wrong with
2: people? What? Yeah. What What's wrong with people? Uh, what did they What did they ask? Just like two fans they, or something?
0: They, they, they want Yeah. They, they, do you Do you want Allegri to stay or go? And they want him. Uh, uh, they, listen. They will get what they deserve. That's. I mean, what What is going on?
2: I mean, I he, he's a top manager.
0: I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Maybe, maybe. Who, who do they expect is going to come in there and make them better? Realistically. It's, it's Big Sam, isn't it? It's, it's Big,
2: <laughs> Big Sam.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's Big Sam. It's his, it's his dream job. Yeah. He's going to get over his, uh, his, uh, xenophobia and, and lead him to great things.
2: Oh, uh, our, our, yeah, and also, he's going to, he's
1: going to import gravy into Turin. <laughs> yeah. Class. So
0: he's going to call it La Gravia and it's going yeah. to go, it's going to go over a bomb. I've got, I've got a couple, I had a load of, of so many questions to finish with, but we're just gonna try this one for a start and we we'll see, cause we're kind of approaching our, our time limit here. And I wanted to talk to you about best duos because I was inspired by looking at, um, at Bob and Mo during the week. And I know Sadio's in there too, but there's something about the way those two compare. I was saying to, to Ian there in the show yesterday, they just remind me of Kenny and Rushy in a weird way. And I love it. Uh, so I was thinking about duos and I was thinking about asking you what your favorite duos were. And I had a, you know, just, I was going to leave it open ended and you could, you could have said, you know, pie and mash. I don't care. Whatever your favorite duos were. But I asked, uh, I asked uh, for a bit of a, a bit of feedback there today, and and Eddie had actually suggested, um, saying as we're all, you know, of a certain age, we'd have a good eighties knowledge.
2: So he's basically given, he was calling us all farts, wasn't
0: he? He was saying we were all fuckers, and he's yeah, right.
2: He's that's, right. That's fair enough,
0: and, and and basically he's given us a list of eighties things, and you've got to choose one or the other, right? So yeah. I'm going to throw these out here. These are from Eddie. You've got to choose. These are, these are, it's not really best geos. He's basically, uh, in a very divisive way, giving us opposition. Uh, in uh, her- either or.
2: Yeah. Either or. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Very divisive from Eddie. But anyway, here we go. So I'm going to just hop these off you. I'll come, you're, you're, uh, you're up first for this one. Cam. Okay. A team or Knight Rider? A team. Okay. Tell me why quickly.
2: Because it was the greatest show ever at the time.
0: Carl, you're one on that hey, team or Knight Rider?
2: Knight Rider because I had a car.
0: Yeah, it, it <laughs> the also... Car, the,
1: the car spoke.
0: The car spoke and there was yep. Garth. Garth, the greatest yep. villain ever. Yeah. It was basically Michael Knight with a moustache. Wonderful. Yep. Like, he, he beat the shit out of that. Anyway. Gonna, I'm going to go and have a word with Mr. <laughs> <laughs> uh Cam, Rocky 3 or Rocky 4?
2: Oh... <sighs> Mr. T or Drugs. What was yeah, you know, that was a good link for you. So yeah, I know. Yeah, but what was this character? Drogo or Drango? Uh, Ivan Drogo. Ivan Drogo. Ivan Drogo. Drogo's the other guy. You will lose. Okay. uh
0: Rocky yeah 3. Rocky 3. Okay, Rocky 3, because you prefer Mr. T, you're sticking loyally to your agent. I've
2: set a precedent now, so I can't change it. I love you. I'm being a stubborn bastard. I
0: love your brand loyalty, uh, Carl. Where, where are you going with this?
2: It's really hard that because Rocky Four is awful and
1: I love it. It's yeah. such a horrible film. Um, but Club Alang is just evil, so I'm going to go Rocky Three. Yes.
0: Okay, well uh, I'll make it two-one. I'll go for Rocky Four because of I Must Break You and because of it being the most patently obvious propaganda thing I've ever seen. It's almost good crack because of it. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or Temple of Doom that's hard that's hard hard. I'll tell Uh, you you
2: this is the hardest one from what I saw and I would say Raiders of the Lost Ark it's not even even close
0: for me it's not even close for me Carl what do you reckon 3-0
1: we're going 3-0 on Raiders yeah yeah, it is. Well, cause, I go, what Drinkle said because Drinkle's furious. Even he's he's Raiders. And, <laughs> no, and, and no, no, guy's
0: guy's gone Raiders. Guy's gone Raiders. He's yeah. a bit and he's he, said he,
1: for free as well.
0: He's a bit and he's, upset. Got, yeah, and, he's,
1: yeah. He's, and he's, he's got some awful views. Everyone knows that. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's done well uh, to pull, pull that that round.
0: Listen, guy can't be trusted for most things so um, when it comes to the opinion. Let's, let's be honest. He's yeah.
2: producer
0: yeah. To give, to be, he's, he's, he's a great producer. You you just you don't
2: just, get him on fullbacks. Absolutely You're just saying crazy.
0: that because you don't want to get edited out later on. Yeah. Right? But, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah. No, Cam's
1: enjoyed ha- us
0: this week. It, it has to be, it, yeah. It has to be Raiders because Temple of Dim has that annoying kid in it and I'm, I'm not having it. Yes. Um, BMX or Chopper. Uh, Cam, did you have either, first of all? BMX or uh, Chopper? No, I had a chipper. <laughs> a
2: chipper? It was, a, chipper. It was it a smaller version of a chopper. Yeah, it's Is a mini one. Is that, a, was that yeah. real? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but we couldn't. My dad couldn't afford to get a chopper, so he got me a chopper. So, um so I'm gonna have to say chopper. Right,
0: right. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't. I'm not quite as old as you two. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: so, yeah, right. I, I, so
0: chopper was before my time. I, but I did have a knockoff BMX. Carl, can you remember? Did you have either, or which would you prefer of you? I if didn't, that?
1: I didn't, have either. I didn't really do the bike as a kid. Um, I choppers were great, just because the back seat looked great. So you know, the, the rail thing at the back was really good. I want to give a little nod out here to so the Grifter. Oh, the Grifter, yes. The Grifter's a
0: great bike. The heaviest bike ever made.
1: Yeah. Proper tires, though.
0: Christ, Proper. it was heavy. And it had wasn't it the Grifter that had that little sort of, wow, super modern um, LCD display in the front that was like a, it had, it, I don't know even what it measured, but it was, wasn't it? In the big, heavy yeah. bar. Yeah, it did, yeah. 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 And,
1: and yeah. I like, tracked the tires as well, so you never went over.
0: Well well like, like Cam with his with his chipper, I had a knock-off BMX. I can never afford the Rally one with the beautiful mag wheels or any of that crack, but I did have a knockoff BMX and I was uh lethal on the little fucker. Uh J.R. Ewing, Cam, or Bobby Ewing. That
2: was J. R. all day long, isn't it? Absolutely. We all love the baddies. Yeah. You know, you can never I mean, we all love Bobby at the time, but it's only when you look back and you think, God, J. R. was the man, wasn't he? Actually can he I I the answer
1: slightly. I'm yeah. going to say
2: um J.R. Ewing, um, but Bobby Ewing's wife. Oh, definitely Priscilla yeah. Presley all day long. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Victoria Principal, isn't it? Uh, oh, was, it was Priscilla.
1: Yeah. Was it? Oh, it might be. No, Victoria no, Principal. it was it was Victoria Principal. It
0: was Victoria Principal. And, 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 and it, tell a lie.
1: Sorry, you're right.
0: Who, and the, who's the lady that played uh, uh Sue Ellen? What was her name again? I
1: can't. I want to say Linda. Somebody. Yeah, Linda Evans. Linda Linda Evans.
2: There you go. There you go. No, I thought Linda Evans was in Dynasty. That's right. She was the blonde-haired one in Dynasty, wasn't she? Hang on, am I wrong then? I'm googling. I think it was Linda. Linda Gray. Linda Gray. She was played by. Linda
0: Gray. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So basically, uh, when you went down a rabbit hole of of of. of uh, Dallas ladies, I, I was Linda Gray, that's right, right and it was
2: right. Victoria Principal.
0: Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what's wonderful for the listeners here is they can actually hear Cam tapping away in his keys <laughs> there in the background. <laughs> you know, man looks up shit on the internet. No Why? Classic, classic.
1: I'm bit live.
0: And it's live! <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I would say I'm gonna go a sympathy vote for Bobby Ewing because he was once the man from Atlantis, which I used See? to love. I used I to love, love that, that as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just, that's yeah. just a Last one of the, of the, uh, the divisive opposition, uh, duos that, uh, Eddie has put up for us is Crown Paint or Candy. There's this, no, this
1: is not even the, the There's no. The,
0: the, 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 you can't make a decision on that. I can. I, you can. Very easily. You can. It's, there's only one decision to make, isn't
1: there? The, the, the 1985-86 season. Um I haven't finished Tony's book yet, but I hope to god he references this. There was well, always that was there was no it was uh Crown oh, Paints. Paints.
0: Paints Was because, it Crown Paints? Yeah, because, come into lady
1: nine. Yeah, because there was okay. always before the match, there was an oversized tin of paint on the pitch while the teams were warming up. Was <laughs> <What's> that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna i gonna I'm gonna
0: look that up and see if that's a bigger amount. That is unbelievable. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, for me, all the best memories are of Crown Paints jerseys. And my first ever Liverpool kit, knock off kit, had a knock off Crown Paints logo. So it's only one way for me. I, I think Candy was 89, or 90, possibly before Candy came in, and it was that kind of, it had that sort of uh, feather effect on the front. That jersey, I didn't warm to it. I'll be honest. Uh, so yeah. That's that's yeah. It,
1: that's the, that's which? That shit kit was oh. cool.
0: The bird shit kit, yeah, there you go. It's
1: there a lot go.
0: of the sh- bird shit. A bit. yeah, the little flecky bits. I wasn't really into that. So yeah, yeah. Crown yeah. pace for me. Cam, Cam, you seemed as if you were in two minds. Or are you rolling in for a for a clean sweep here? Yeah, uh,
2: um, I'll just say Dulux. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: actually- <laughs> fucking hell. Oh fucking hell, man! You've set us up brilliantly for my outro here because I was wondering what could we possibly say that we wanted to be sponsored by this week, and there you go, <laughs> and there you go. Um, I was, you know, yeah, it's brilliant. And of course, you couldn't say Carlsberg, which would have been more useful to me than frickin' paint, but okay. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I
1: think I'd rather drink case, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> listen,
0: listen, wine in the pub, boy, we're not taking your opinion on
1: like I drank wine in the pub last night all night. <laughs> all night. That's how reconstructed the am as a male adult. I drank wine well,
0: in a pub. I, I, I think, um, I think society is probably broken. Uh, it's probably, that's all we can say about that. And it's probably a good spot for us to end things for our show tonight. My thanks to Carl Coppock and Cam Branch for their insight.
1: Can I do my closing
0: quote? Oh, I'm coming to you, brother.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Sure. I've coming. got
0: mine ready as well. Hey, see, listeners, I want you to just take a moment here. Do you see the the eagerness? Listen, appreciate the eagerness of these men. They want to please you so badly. They go and they prepare stuff and they want to give it to you. This is what you get with this show. I hope you appreciate it. So as I said, normally at this stage what I do is I say, is there anything you want to plug? But not not this week. This week I'm just going to ask you, what have you been thinking about, Carl, or what's on your mind?
1: Well, it's been announced today that the uh, President Donald Trump will be visiting London soon. So I thought I'd found my favourite Donald Trump quote. And it happened in 2016 with Bob Woodward, who uh, broke the Watergate scandal. And it's explaining why Abraham Lincoln, the 16th President of the United States, was such a success. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Eric, this is magnificent. Well, i want to get an impression. Well, I think Lincoln succeeded for numerous reasons. He was a man who was of great intelligence, which most, pres- which most presidents would be. But he was a man of great intelligence. But he was also a man that did something that was very vital to do at the time. Ten years before or twenty years before, what he was doing would never have been done, never have been thought possible. So he did something that was very important to do, and especially at that time.
0: Oh, that's wonderful, because it's so specific and revealing. That's the best thing about that. You really get a feel for what the fuck he did and when he did it, don't you?
1: That's (laughs) research. That's research. That, right is,
0: that is definitely not some lad thinking on his feet uh, <laughs> and, 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 and displaying the fact that he can't think uh, at all. Uh, what about you, Cam? What have you been thinking about this week, my friend? Um, well,
2: well, I've had, I have had a lot of Donald <laughs> Trump on my mind, unfortunately. But um, This was something I, I found and I, I thought it summed up our football team. The whole of my life What they wanted was honesty. They were not concerned with cultured football, but with the tryers who gave 100%. Sir Bob. Sir Bob.
0: I love that. That's profound. And it certainly knocks the previous contributor uh, into a cocked hat. So God bless him for that. What a way to end our show tonight. And we would like to thank you, lovely listener. You're quite literally... The reason that we do this, and the amount of you that listen, is also uh, massively important to Carl and Cam and I, and it's why we give our time to. It, it is a free show here on Anfield Index, and we don't ask a thing of you in return. But we wouldn't say no if you were to tell another red or maybe recommend us on your social media platforms. If we can start getting an even bigger audience, maybe bigger numbers, who knows? We could possibly attract our long coveted sponsorship by Julux. The Reds have done a lot of work to make the
2: Liverbird proud, and we almost are the trying dream. to. just always the dream. <laughs> I think we should spam the life out of it. <laughs> We've ruined his ending completely. Absolutely we? walked all over it, I'm sorry.
0: That's all right. I know the guy has marked Edit there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs>
0: For the love of all that's holy, <laughs> cut out these these chirping pair here. As I was saying, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> we were building an intimate moment together. <laughs> I was telling you how the Reds have done a lot of work to make the liver bird proud. And we are tantalizingly close to the mouth-watering prospect of our chicken Kiev. But it ain't over yet. And we'll be back with you next week after the Premier League clash with Stoke that we mentioned and the biggest match in a decade. In the interim, breathe deeply, savor the hell out of the mad Euro Reds, and stay safe out there.
2: work.